Hello, good afternoon. This is 26th of May, Saturday. So I'm reaching out to you, Carino, so that you have a recording uh, from Lesler in Turkish for your flight or pre-departure. Mm, it's been a while, I know, because each day of last week, um, it was either the doctor's appointment for my results or, um, you know, autoskola or whatever it is, So and also booking care. So I was busy, but I also knew that you would family time, you would have family time, so you wouldn't have um, so much of, um, you know, Turkish language investment time. So that's okay. We go in our pace, as we always say. And I hope, um, you know, I change my kind of objective with you learning Turkish in these podcasts. You know, it's not going to be an ultimate guide. It's just going to be an introduction for you to hopefully search for more. So I'm in the book that I have been covering for the last few chapters, Teach Yourself Turkish. It's on the page uh, 78 to be precise. And this is where um, they have this grammar section where they go through um, certain key uh, conjugations or certain key formulations for the to avoid the vowel crash, the very first thing that I've been saying. I know it's not the easiest thing for someone who doesn't get the taste of, of the language, like it was food or it was music, because um, if you were to be in Turkey where you constantly hear people, you would understand, hmm, there is actually like a method in this madness, you know, there is a way that certain vowels follow others and they vowels don't get together and they they kind of get together in a harmonious way. So um, yeah, I would recommend like listening to Turkish radio or or some shows or your best friend, um, whoever, whichever works for you. So having this introduction, I now want to go to the past tense. Um, you know, it's very easy to start with, although just as in Spanish, we have different past tense and each of them indicate you know how far along in the past or we have the getmish which is some like attaching the the do do um let's say to the end of the word but there is also mush uh past tense and mush mish mush mush and that's when um the past tense is something is, is a verb of the i mean it's the past tense of a verb we have not witnessed ourselves and we are not 100% sure of its accuracy, we are reporting without having direct access to the facts. So it's like one past tense we have, it's accurate, it's clear, and just by listening it, you know that the person has the conviction, at least believes in it, and the other one is the one that uh, the person doesn't have. I think um, um, in, in Spanish too, you do it with subjunctive and indicative forms, although you don't use that by names, but you know, in Spanish, when you say, es posible que ella vaya, but normally you say, ella va, like, why is it va and vaya? Vaya is a subjective form, subjunctive form, and that's when the person is not sure, it's unclear, so, so that kind of thing, we apply to the past tense, although the core of the word, the, the root of the word does not change. So now that we have um, explained this, I'm going to give some examples. The book um, uses the word um, zengin, which means rich. So let's use the present tense form only for now to conjugate um, the noun, uh, the word zengin, rich. So I am zengin 
I'm rich, right? So I'm going to do it. I am, you know, you are, he, she, and then um, uh, we are, um, you all are, and they all are. So it's like the same form. So it's going to be zenginim. I am is attached. Zenginim. I am rich. Zengin sin. Zengin. Zenginiz. Zengin siniz. Zengin lash. So that's the present tense. And how do we deal with it in the past tense? So I don't want to say I'm rich. I want to say I was rich. So I say it like the zengin does not change. But instead of saying im, I say dim. Zengin dim. And just by saying that, it's already in the past. And you understand that, you know, it doesn't apply to the present moment anymore. So I say zengin dim. Zengin din, you were rich. Zengin di, zengin dik, zengin dinis, zengin dilash. So, you know, it's like the D thing is placed right in the middle of the root, which is zengin, and then um, the conjugation you use to literally um, make it from I, you, he, she, like in between. So, zenginim becomes zengin dim. Zengin sin becomes zengin din. But in this one, in the first zenginim, like the D is in between the I am stays, zenginim, right? But zengin sin, uh, the S drops and then it is replaced by D, so zengin sin becomes zengin din. Zengin, since it's just the core itself, there is nothing to um, kick out, kick away. So you say zengin di, right? So zengin nis becomes zengin dik. Zengin sinis, the astrops again becomes zengin dinis. Zengin lash becomes zengin dilash. Um, so this is um, the way to say. Um, what about the others? Um, the book has some examples and said, I quote, if you put these endings on a word which ends in a vowel, add a Y as well. For example, iyidim. Uh, um, I was good, like, um, for instance, somebody say, like, how were you the other day when you were at work? Iyidim, I was good. So, you, Iyi is good, as you know, and the I am is the way to conjugate the, the word um, to make it, you know, the first person singular. But you cannot say Iyidim, you have to add a Y, and, um, well, because it ends in a vowel. Well, you might say, well, it ends in a vowel, but it then starts with D-I-M, so there is no problem of vowel um, crash, or let's say two vowels together. I know that, like, I don't think there's too much of a logical explanation to say as to why, but you just have to come to a point where it makes, it sounds better to you. Like, I'm still, it's, I guess, similar to you when you tell me in Spanish, well, where is the emphasis? And I don't know, like, I will never almost, like if it's, for instance, um, well, um, educación, like that ion, like I know there is the accent on the O, right? But that's because ion words always have it. But other than that, like if you just throw me a random word, I wouldn't be 100% sure if I will write an accent, um, you know, stress on top of a word uh, or top of a character, and if I do which character, like, it's not clear to me, same it is, like, I don't expect it to come, but hopefully, um, this is why 
learning a language is a process where reading a lot helps because you keep people doing things, you keep seeing people doing things the right way. And then eventually when you start participating in that language, I used to, I like the word participate when we speak of our language. Um, so, you know, you learn it, you see it, then when you are going to reproduce um, the word, you're going to use it the right way. So here are some examples. Um, Satıcı is a salesperson and we're going to use in the past tense. So that person, he, let's say he was a salesperson, right? You know, you're going to add the um, like because I said the, the, do, do, and the, the kind of wobble you use depends on the wobble that originally is, um, let's say, available in the root of the word. So, um, again, why is necessary? You cannot say satıcıdı, satıcıydı. Öğretmen is a teacher. Öğretmendi. Öğretmen, because it ends with an N already, you don't need to add Y. So it's öğretmen, öğretmendi. However, satıcı, you don't say satıcıydı, it needs to have a Y. Satıcıydı. What, what else? Uh, neşe is joy. Neşeli is joyful. Neşeliydi. I add Y between neşeli and di. Neşeliydi. She was joyful. So like, as I said, I don't think anyone is capable of teaching someone more than this. It's a question of practice and having your own examples and writing it, seeing yourself writing it and making your brain, um, like giving easy access to your brain through reading something in in the in the visual way because I don't know like visual I believe is just so important in learning a language so what else the book has more examples um so um it says that I quote you say was not by using the word dale with um was not by using the word dale with the above endings for example um mutlu dale the mutlu is happy and this person saying like I was not happy right so deil is the negative to make things. For instance, sarı is yellow, the color yellow. Sarı is like, you know, you ask me what color is it and I say sarı. But then uh, you ask me, is it sarı? And I say, no, sarı deil. Hayır, sarı deil. So it's not sarı. So deil is just the making the, whatever came first, the negative of it. So mutlu deildim. I was not happy. Soak daily. Soak is cold, and dale is not cold in making it negative. Uh, and then d is adding it like it was in the past. So the d thing attaches to dale, right? It doesn't. It's not. You don't say soak do dale. I think I, I give that example as to why, like logically, it might make sense to attach the past tense essence to the root and then add dale, um, because that's what I guess in English we would do. Kind of, but in in Turkish, make sure that you add the past tense um, attachment to değil, the negative form, as opposed to the core of the word. What else? Hazır değillerdi. Hazır is ready. Um, hazır değillerdi. Hazır değil is not ready. Applying to the third person singular, the th like a thing, and uh, a singular thing. Hazır değil. Lar uh, is the plurality, so I already know that we're not talking about one person or one thing, but multiple persons or multiple things. Hazır değiller di, and also a di in the past. So you already see that the past form di is something we add at the end here. So um, the book has more um, examples of the past 
uh, form of words. Um, it says that to make the simple past tense of a verb, you take the following steps. Action. Take the stem of the word. So what is the core of the word in the case of gal mek? Gal. Gal is to come. You say gal cariño gal. So gal. Git cariño git. Go cariño go. Come cariño come. So gal. Add the past form of the word to be. Gal dim. I came. Gal din. You came. Gal dim. Gal din. Gal di. Gal dik. Gal dinis. Gal dilar. So I conjugated in the full. So um, there are more examples, and this is how I'm going to end it, not to overwhelm you. So galdim, as I say, is I came. Gülmek is to laugh or to smile. Here the book um, um, translates it as a smile, but I think it's a mistake because smile, or precisely, is semek. So gülmek is just to laugh. Um, Güldün, you laughed. Seyretmek is to watch. Seyretti with double T. Seyretti is he watched. Um, Thomas, Liverpool maçını seyretti. Thomas watched the Liverpool game. Um, gittik, gitmek is to go. Gittik, we went. Başladınız, you started. Başlamak is to start. Başladınız, you all started in plural. Um, and lastly, uh, beklediler. Beklemek is to wait. Beklediler, like they all waited. So that's all. I know it's new, I guess, rather, but um, poco a poco, right? It might be just make you more uh, familiarized. Uh, kisses and hugs.